The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Okay, somebody help me understand what has just happened in a court of law. Remember the gorgeous mom, Orsalia Gale, her handyman, the perv that posted hundreds and hundreds of posts online about how to snare women, um, violent sex videos, pickup lines, just gets gross. Then he goes to Orsalia's home. At night, with her son, asleep upstairs, he gets into an argument with her. She doesn't want to let him in. She finally lets him in so he'll quiet down instead of waking up the neighbors. And he murders her. He murders her. He stabbed her at least 50 times, shoves her mutilated body in a duffel bag, drags it down the street, literally leaving a trail of blood, and dumped this mother of two's body by the side of the road. Yes, 
All this time, her boy, her little boy, is upstairs asleep. He has no idea that downstairs, mommy is being murdered. Not a clue. Now, you may ask, where's dad? I asked the, that very first question. Because when you find a mom, dad, you immediately dead, you immediately look to the dad, the husband, the lover, the ex. He was out of town, and I verified that myself with their older son who was looking at colleges. This handyman had had an affair with Orsalia Gale. That happened. She broke it off. He wanted back. She didn't want him back. She wanted to make her marriage work. He murders her, stabbing her 50 times while her son's upstairs. What kind of guilt trip will the son be on the rest of his life thinking, I could have saved mommy. What was wrong with me? And leaves her by the side of the road like trash in a duffel bag. I think her son's hockey duffel bag. Yeah. Now, here is another shocker. In the last days, the handyman lover, 44-year-old David Benola, takes a plea deal to a lesser offense, manslaughter. He gets 25 years on manslaughter. He'll probably do 12, 15, and be out. He'll be a young man. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. I can't believe this guy was given a plea deal to 25 years on a lesser offense. He should have been tried on murder and been behind bars for the rest of his natural life till he dies. He should come out of jail in a box. The injustice of this sentence. Take a listen to our friends, ABC7. Vanilla pleaded guilty to first-degree manslaughter in a plea bargain with Queen's prosecutors, who dropped the murder charge. Under the deal, he'll be sentenced to 25 years in prison. Former prosecutor David Schwartz says avoiding a trial makes sense. If you win trial on a murder, you get 25 to life. Or we could plead the case out to a manslaughter, and it's 25 years, but the family could move on. And this happens all the time. How did the whole thing start? Topping our headlines of this hour, we have breaking news. Police make an arrest in the gruesome murder of Arcelia Gall in Queens. David Bonola facing several charges, according to police, including murder and criminal tampering. Gall was stabbed to death in her Forest Hills home on Friday. Multiple stab wounds after an evening out. Her body was found about half a mile away, stuffed inside a duffel bag. Stuffed in a duffel bag. Now, who in the world would have access to that home, not ship the alarm, no Nowhere to find the son, her young son's hockey bag, have access to her phone, know her code, and take the time to stage the scene, sending some bizarre text to her husband who was out of town in Oregon on a college shopping trip with his older son. Who would do that? Who would stage the scene? Well, now we know. Straight out, a special guest joining us. Stephanie Pagonas is joining us from Fox Business, Fox News, digital reporter. Stephanie, thank you for being with us. 
Who is this guy? So David Benola, police say he has no unsealed criminal history. He is a 44-year-old man who lives in Queens, not far from where the victim and her family lived. Uh, police said he was the family's handyman. He had been working with the family for about two years. He also had been in an intimate relationship with Orsolia Gall for about two years. But the couple had broken hey, up. Stephanie? Yes. Can I tell you something? Thank you for not leading the murder case with the fact that she had an affair. Absolutely. Everywhere I turn, that's the headline. She slept with a handyman. Who gives a fig what she may or may not have done in her life or why she did it? We know she had called the relationship off and we understand from his double confession, one on video, that he was trying to rekindle the relationship and she refused. I don't want to hear any victim shaming at all. For everybody on the panel, just brace for that. No victim shaming. I mean, think about it. Dr. Angie Arnold, what if the worst thing, think about it, everybody, including you, Jackie, who can do no wrong, think of the worst thing you have ever done, something you've never told a soul, and that's going to be on your tombstone? That's going to be the headline on every, the New York Post, the this, the that. That's in the headline? Your sons, your children are going to know that? You know, Nancy, I think I think that the reason these things are brought up and, and people shout them from the rooftops when something like this happens is because we're all so scared. Like, oh my God, who's on the loose? Why did this happen to her? And then we have a simple People, people believe that we have a simple reason. Oh, that's why it happened to her. And if I don't, if I don't behave that way, then that won't happen to me. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times women just get judged for everything they do. Yes. Uh, but that aside, you're right. I think it gives us, everybody else other than the victim, a false sense of complacency and safety because we think, oh, I wouldn't do fill in the blank, mm-hmm. go jogging at night, uh, go to my mm-hmm. car in a parking deck after midnight, go out to a bar alone. Have an affair with the handyman. You know, you can fill in the blank to make yourself feel better like it won't happen to you. But that is certainly no guarantee. So back to you, Stephanie Pagonas with Fox. Thank you for leading this as it should be a mother of two. A mother of two slaughtered in her own home. Now, I was asking you who this guy is. And did I hear you say correctly, Stephanie Pagotis, that he does not have an unsealed criminal record? Well, so that's correct. Meaning, though, that if he does have a criminal history, it would be sealed. And that, and in that case, police would not be able to discuss it or even acknowledge its existence. Is, it, is he a Mexican national? So we're still waiting to hear back from... Um, law enforcement officers regarding his immigration status, but police do say he moved here from Mexico 21 years ago. We've also heard from people in the neighborhood that he has two children. I believe they're actually grown now, and he was married before this. Okay, wait a minute. We can't determine whether he's in this country legally? I I don't think it's that we can. It's that no one has yet been willing to speak about it. I believe um, every, every... 
time police have been questioned about this. They say they can't answer the question. Um, our inquiry with ICE is currently pending. How did this whole thing go down, Stephanie? So more details actually came out yesterday during a police press conference in Queens. Police say Orsolia went to a show at Lincoln Center in Manhattan and returned to Queens around 11.20 p.m. She then went to a restaurant. She returned home at 12.20 p.m. And about 10 to 20 minutes later, prosecutors said she let Mr. Benola into her home. There had originally been questions as to whether she let him in or if he used a key that had been hidden in the barbecue. Now the prosecutors say she let him in. They then go down to the basement of the home. Her son was upstairs Hold at the time. Hold on just a second. I want to, um, I, I hate to interrupt your incredible stream of facts, but I want to point out something. Think about it. She's got her son at home. Her young son. Uh, the young one, Leo, is 13. The older one, Jamie, is 17, off on the college tour with his dad. It's this really ritzy neighborhood, and... There in Forest Hills, it's really pretty. I've driven through it a couple of times. It it, it looks like a storybook. Um, when you drive around in Forest Hills, it looks like it's out of a magazine or a storybook setting. Think about it. It's mid after midnight, and you got this guy uninvited. She's not going to invite her former lover over at night with her son home. I can promise you that. I don't know her. I've never met her, but I can tell you that much. So he shows up. And what do you think? What should she do? Let him start screaming and causing a ruckus? Or just say, okay, okay, you can come in 10 minutes. We're going to talk. I would have, I don't know what I would have done, but I understand why she let him in. So he wouldn't create a scene, but Mona Kay, she drew the line. He wanted to, and I'm putting perfume on the pig right here. He wanted to rekindle the relationship. In other words, have sex. Right. That's what I think. Right. That is what I think. But he's a man. He wants to rekindle their what? Their marriage? No. Their sex affair. And she said no. And he stabbed her dead. Right. What do you think about that, Monica? Right. It was a rejection. You know, he couldn't take the rejection. He he was obsessed. He wasn't going to leave. Um... You know, with her telling him. I'm glad you said that. Obsessed. To show up after midnight when a mother is home with her child, alone in the home, and he comes over uninvited and tries to restart their sex affair, I would call that obsessed. That's a very good word, Mona Kay. Well, I think he he had a pattern. Uh, He stalked and... um, women baristas at a nearby Starbucks near his home also. Um, he frequented the place several times a week. He left messages in the tip jar. He proposed to a couple of the employees. Um, I read that uh, they filed police reports. They wanted, the, they wanted to keep the guy away from Starbucks. Oh, this poor woman. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. 
Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen Nicotine Pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 44-year-old perv David Benola has accepted a plea deal from the Queen's District Attorney's Office. They should all be fired. Where he gets off with a light sentence and a lesser offense this could have been tried and i believe there would have been a conviction for murder one yes the defense would have dragged the mother through the mud by claiming she was some kind of a tramp that slept with a handyman that's not true she had an affair half of america's had an affair probably more they don't get the death penalty for it Listen to the NYPD Chief of Detectives, James Essig. Listen to what he's got to say. On Friday night, April 15th, Miss Gal attends a show at Lincoln Center. She takes the train back to her neighborhood in Forest Hills. At 11.20 p.m., she stops in a local establishment for a short while before returning home. We believe she returns home at 12.20 a.m. You are hearing the Chief of Detectives, James Essig, take a listen to what he says next. On Friday night, AM, Mr. Bonella is a handyman who was employed by Mrs. Gal. They have been having an intimate affair for approximately two years. He is either let in voluntarily or he uses a key he has knowledge about hidden in the barbecue. A heated argument ensues between the two in the basement. A knife is brandished, 
a violent struggle ensues, resulting in our victim being stabbed ruthlessly and brutally in excess of 55 times, causing her demise. The evidence in this case is overwhelming and heartbreaking. Two boys left to be raised without their mother. The chief of detectives, James Essie, goes on to state that the duffel bag was found in the home by the per by the killer and he dragged her body at the down metropolitan avenue at jackie robinson parkway question to you stephanie pagonis it's my understanding that there's a beautiful park forest um, near her home and that he lived on the other side of it correct so was this going toward his home where he just left the body? So it does appear that way, yes. It appears that he would have walked the 0.7 miles from her Juno Street home to that intersection, Metropolitan Avenue and Jackie Robinson Parkway. That would have been directly on the way to his own home if he had chosen to walk that night. Uh, didn't he live in Richmond Hills? That is correct. Okay, so if he were walking home, and I, I, I was hung up for the longest time because the killer did not dispose of her body in a vehicle. And I, and I repeatedly said, well, what did he do, walk there? Yes, that's exactly what he did. To Dr. Tim Gallagher, medical examiner for the entire state of Florida, you can find him at pathcaremed.com, lecturer, University of Florida Medical School, founder and host of the International Forensic Medicine Death Investigation Conference. All they talk about is death investigations for days on end. It's like a brain trust of medical examiners and investigators. Dr. Gallagher, thank you for being with us. I want to talk to you about this frenzied attack. We're hearing 50, we're hearing 55. I think it's very difficult to tell. I learned that from the Jody Arias case where she stabbed her lover, Travis Alexander, about 30 times and shot him in the head. The stab wounds were overlapping each other. And since human flesh obviously is movable and flexible, it's hard to tell really how many stab wounds there are, but we know of 55. What's curious to me is when you see him wheeling her body down the street, he looks perfectly calm. Well, true, Nancy. Um, it's very difficult to get the exact amount of stab wounds in a body. But, you know, once you go past a certain number, you know, that exact number becomes less and less relevant. Um, you know, we can see that she's been stabbed multiple times. Generally, this is uh, a person who has done it in a fit of rage. Uh, this is a person who's done it, who's, who's of uh, altered mental status, who's not, uh, or we say non-compass mentis who is not uh, in their right mind. Um, so these people generally have a tremendous amount of strength that they exert all at once during the assault uh, to the point where they actually uh, uh, slice themselves. They harm themselves with the knife, but it doesn't slow them down. They continue to stab. When you stab somebody with a knife, the blood and the bodily fluids get on the handle of the knife and the person who's holding it uh, loses grip when they when they stab somebody and that knife actually slices their own hand but it doesn't stop them so they are filled with rage they feel no pain and they are 
expending all of this energy. And then after the assault, their energy is expended, so they return to a calm state. And then that's what you see uh, his in his public persona as he's walking down the street. He can't be excited so you anymore. So the rage... Right. He, 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 what, what was your last right, sentence? He, I'm sorry. He, right. he cannot be excited anymore. His, his adrenaline is spent. His rage is spent. So all he has to do now is, all, the only thing that he has energy to do now is walk calmly. And that's what was observed after the attack. So he's exhausted after the frenzy attack. Yeah. I've got to tell you something. Uh, doctor, I've been around um, many schizophrenics that were charged with crimes. Well, murders. They were all charged with murders. The ones that I dealt with. And it's very scary, victims have told me, to be alone with them when they are in one of these rages um, and other rage attacks. It's almost as if the person, they're not legally insane, but they've gone wild. And you can't reason with them. You can't stop them. And I'm wondering if that is what this beautiful mom of two encountered when she refused to rekindle her relationship with the handyman. For those of you just joining us, the man, the monster that murdered a young mom of two or saw you, Gail, has just taken a sweetheart plea. You know, they should have put that on top of the Christmas tree. That was such a gift. Sending him to jail for 25 years on a lesser offense. He'll probably be out in about 12. This is after he sliced his former lover to death, stuffed her in a duffel bag and dragged her out only to throw her off by the side of the road. I mean, what do you have to do there to get a full on life sentence? This woman, so defenseless, just trying to put her marriage and her family back together. And this is what happens. The evidence in this case is very disturbing. So you legal eagles, I hope you have a strong stomach as we wade through it. Isn't it true, Stephanie Pagonis, that this killer cut himself very seriously? He first went to a city clinic like a doc in the box. Sorry about that phrase, Dr. Gallagher. You know, the little med first. Then they sent him on to Bellevue Hospital. He needed to go to the hospital where he was treated and released. That's correct. He, police were able to confirm that he went to a local area hospital to have injuries to both his hands treated. And in later surveillance footage that police later released, you can see him walking down the street with at least one hand bandaged up completely. So yes, he also incurred injuries amid all of this. Uh, This is Matt. Uh, You know, I think it's clear that he didn't go there with the intent to kill. Um, The weapon that he used was, was a kitchen knife. Um, mm-hmm. they argued, um, they went into the basement probably involuntarily cause he had taken a knife from the kitchen. Um, and then he goes into this rage. So he, so he has some diminished capacity in, in this case. BS. I was just waiting for the BS to come out <laughs> and there it is. Right. Because rage does not insanity make. Well, no. I can just gun you down 
when you get off of this program and go, oh, I was angry because he disagreed with me. That's not a defense under the law. And let me remind you, Matthew Mangino, not that you need reminding. I mean, you're a veteran trial lawyer, former district attorney, Lawrence County, former parole board member, author of The Executioner's Toll. It goes on and on and on. Matthew Mangino, let's not mislead the listeners to think that premeditation under the law requires a long, drawn-out scheme such as poisoning someone over a period of weeks and months or planning or lying in wait. Premeditation, as a matter of fact, can be formed in the blink of an eye. The time it takes to pick up a knife, pull it back, and stab. That is long enough under the law to form premeditation or intent. So here he stabbed her 55 times. He had plenty of time to form premeditation. There's no question. Uh, You're right. I mean, he used a weapon on a vital part of her body, which is all you need uh, to prove uh, first-degree murder. But we're not talking about insanity, where he doesn't know the difference between right and wrong, which could be a defense. Uh, But we're talking about diminished capacity. Is his responsibility... Because he's P.O., she won't have sex with him with her son right above them? That ain't going to work, Mangina. You got to try better than that. He shows up after midnight. He wants to have sex with her, rekindle their relationship, if you could call it that. She's married with children. He's got children. What, what else is it? She says no, and he starts stabbing her. Wouldn't you agree, Dr. Gallagher, that there's a very strong possibility many of these stab wounds are post Mortem. She couldn't have lived through 55 stab wounds. She was dead and he kept stabbing her. Well, that's true, Nancy. And a couple of things that we do see is not all not all the stab wounds on some of these victims go entirely through their body. These are wounds that are taunting. So sometimes the, the uh, killer will taunt the victim with a couple of uh, superficial stabs and then the stabs will get deeper and deeper and deeper, you know, until the uh, injury becomes fatal. Dr. Gallagher, can you rephrase something? I want to make sure Matthew Mangino heard this. And then I'll ask Dr. Angie Arnold about it. I believe, of course, you're the MD. I'm just a JD. That there's no way she could have survived 55 stab wounds. All to her torso, her face, her, her chest. So some of the stabbings were after she's dead, after she's down on the ground. Right. I mean, that would most likely be the case it's going to take a very long time to complete 55 stab wounds and in that period of time they would most likely have died from the wounds that were done earlier so i would believe yes that a lot of the stab wounds could have been after she had died and a a medical examiner doing a complete autopsy would able would be able to identify which ones which stab wounds she received when she was alive and which stab wounds she received after she had expired because the stab wounds post-mortem after death would not have bled there would not be any hemorrhaging around them that is correct right the heart would stop beating there would be no blood pressure to push the blood through the wound so there would be no bleeding from that wound okay matthew mangino you're talking about how he was in a rage and diminished capacity He's got her down on the ground after she refuses sex with him, still stabbing this mom of two with one of her boys one floor up. Now, what were you saying? What could your possible defense be? Uh, Again, you know, I think that further emphasizes the rage that that he's out of his mind. uh, The evil. Yeah, that, that he has this 
diminished capacity, this altered state of mind. He's just in a rage. He doesn't really know what he's doing. He's just acting out in this rage. And I, and I think acting out. Gee, I think of a kindergartner when you say acting out, maybe throwing themselves on the ground and kicking and screaming. I think it was John David did that one time. I just looked at him and walked <laughs> off. It worked. Act, this is far from acting out. This is an evil, brutal, vicious homicide of a defenseless, unarmed woman. And now with her son to grow up knowing I was home and I didn't save my mother. It's my fault. What about that, Dr. Angie? That poor child. Um, I mean, he's going to have to be in therapy for the rest of his life. I can't even, you know, I'm sure everybody's asking, how didn't he hear this? Well, my kids have earbuds in all the time. I don't know about your kids. I could be standing in the kitchen talking to them and they don't hear me. Well, you're right. I was I was questioning what happened that the son didn't hear anything. He's up on the second floor. She's in the basement. And he's, obviously. Blaring, and he's you know, blaring some music, playing a video game, asleep. probably. Or asleep. Oh, I just had another idea. Hold on. I'm coming right back to you, Stephanie Paganis, joining us from Fox. Matthew Mangino, not in his right mind. He then picked up her cell phone, put in her code, or held it up to her face, evil, to get in, and sent her husband a threatening text and made up some crazy story. Your wife put me in jail some years ago. And now I'm back. Don't call police. Your whole family's next. He's crazy like a fox. This guy's not crazy or diminished capacity. He thought about staging the scene, and he did stage the scene, including that threatening text to the dad. Yeah, I think the word you use is crazy, uh, and I think that feeds into to this whole situation. I mean, that's not I said normal, threatening. That, that's not the normal conduct of a person who, who's in a in in a um, in the right frame of mind. Uh, he he's in a complete panic now, uh, which you know is a result of of this uh, rage Murder. that he just inflicted on. Uh, the uh, yeah, he's in a panic because he's trying to cover up a, a murder that he just did, a horribly bloody murder. I mean, Stephanie Pagonas joining us from Fox, the, the police found damning evidence at the scene, including a pair of his boots soaked in blood. That's correct. Not only did they find these boots that were soaked in blood, like you said, but they also found a a jacket that was soaked in blood. They found um, tissues, I believe, at a nearby park. And um, and they found a trail of blood leading from the home to the scene where the body was discovered in duffel bag, more or less ditched along the sidewalk there. So he, he has quite a bit of evidence that he has left behind, whether knowingly or unknowingly. He left the knife, as you discussed, at the crime scene that matches the other knives used in, in the home there. And um, he ultimately confessed to many of these crimes, including leaving this text message that ended up being completely bogus. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule. You'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zinn nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zinn pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. An injustice in a queen's courtroom. The killer of beautiful mom, Orsalia Gale, takes a sweet plea deal. Sweet for him, bitter for me. That's right. David Benola, 44 years old, takes a plea deal offered by the Queen's District Attorney's Office, pleading guilty to a lesser offense of manslaughter, not murder. He will get 25 years behind bars. And on that, guarantee you, he'll be out in 12, 13 years like nothing happened. Probably time for him to work out in the yard, make some friends. Get his degree. Probably get some sweethearts online. Have women send him money. He'll probably draw artwork and sell it online like Jody Arias does. He attacked Orsalia in her basement with her son upstairs, stabbing her 50 times. Waited until the dead of night to drag her body out of the home and dump it next to a freeway. I mean... Man, I would have tried him up and down that courtroom trying to get the maximum sentence for this guy. 
Take a listen to our friends at NBC. The handyman accused of killing a queen's mother has accepted a plea deal in that case. David Benola will serve 25 years in jail on first-degree manslaughter charges with five years of post-release supervision. Police say Benola confessed to stabbing Orsola Gal more than 55 times after an argument back in April then dumping her body in a duffel bag not far from her home in Forest Hills. This sentence and this sweetheart plea deal is so wrong. Earlier, Matthew Mangino, veteran trial lawyer, stated that this guy, David Benola, had to get the knife out of the kitchen and then take it down to the basement, walking down with a knife in his hand that he used to murder Ursula. Think about that for a moment. Think about that, Mona Kay, those steps. If I was prosecuting this case, I would go down every step for the jury with him holding the knife, every step leading him closer to murder, a vicious and brutal murder of a defenseless, unarmed woman. That was time to ponder and think about what he was about to do, Mona. Right, and, and we don't know how many times he had approached her before this night. If he had been calling her, following her, if he had tried to, um, you know, have sex with her, you know, before this night, he maybe knew that, that there was a possibility he was going to be rejected, but he was going to try. He was going to keep trying. You know what I learned uh, researching the case, Stephanie Pagonis, was that he has an odd obsession with the Guns and Roses mm-hmm. guitarist Slash. Yes, and he he also looks, you know, quite similar. Um, interestingly, you enough, mean the hair? <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got quite a distinct appearance. Um, you know, even neighbors in the area said they knew him as being not only a night owl, but someone who always was either playing music, talking about music, or was carrying around his guitar, whether it was around his back or, or in an instrument bag of some kind. So not only did the uh, did, does the appearance seem quite similar. But he he really had quite the interest in music, according to neighbors who, and people who lived or worked nearby. You know, what's uh, another interesting fact to me about how the knife was recovered at the crime scene. But the fact that d- does everybody remember? How could you ever forget Scott Peterson? Remember him when he would go back over and over and over back to San Francisco Bay, looking out over the water as if he Mm -hmm. expected to see Lacey's body or the body of their unborn son, Connor, pop up in the water. Maybe he was scouring the beach at a distance to see if their bodies had washed up on shore. But wouldn't you agree, Dr. Angela Arnold, that very often we see criminals returning to the scene over and over? I don't understand why. Well, (laughs) I don't really understand why either, Nancy, but there has to be a curiosity inside of them. And maybe they're perhaps they're reliving the event. Perhaps they're looking for signs of evidence that hasn't been found. And I truly agree with you about Scott Peterson probably going out there and seeing if Lacey's body was going to float up (laughs) and maybe, and and, you know, Nancy, maybe it also gives them some sort of 
some sort of sense of something having known that they've gotten rid of that person. And so they, they revisit it and relive it. You know what I'm wondering, Nancy? I'm wondering if this man had been, you know, she had been trying to get rid of him, right? And she had cut things off. And then I'm wondering if someone else had rejected him also. Well, you heard earlier that he had been hitting on the baristas at the Starbucks exactly. that he uh, went to. Uh, take a listen to our cut 20. Again, this is the chief of detectives, James Essig. Last night, while detectives were canvassing for video, they observed a male who was wanted for questioning in a horrendous homicide. He voluntarily came back to the 112 precinct and made incriminating statements. Today, that male, David Bonella, male 44 years old, residing at 10418 114th Street in Queens, New York, is being charged with murder in the second degree, criminal tampering in the first degree, and criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree. In relation to the death of Osolia Gal, female 51 years old. You know, to use Stephanie McGonis very often uh, when you're dealing with New York and some other jurisdictions, law, it said, well, why not murder in the first degree? Murder in the second in New York is very similar to other jurisdictions, murder in the first, first degree murder. In New York, murder one can refer to murdering, for instance, a cop, um, a peace officer, a government worker. It could be someone that is incarcerated already, and then they murder the warden. So it, it really focuses a good bit, murder one in New York, on who the victim is. But the penalty for murder one and murder two in New York is the same, about 25 to life, right? That's correct. He faces 25 to life if convicted on the highest charge. But on top of that, he has those two other charges, criminal possession of a weapon and tampering with physical evidence. So he likely faces more time than that if convicted on those other charges on top of the murder in the second degree. Interesting. I know what tampering with evidence would be, moving the body, getting rid of evidence, trying to hide the murder weapon. But what about criminal possession of a weapon? Does that mean he had a weapon that he used for a crime? Or was there some reason it was a crime for him to even have a weapon? So it's my understanding in my years of doing this that the criminal possession of a weapon charge refers to his use of the knife as a weapon to commit a crime in this case. So, like you said, he, he went into the kitchen. Police believe he used the knife from the kitchen, and he used that knife in the commission of this murder of Orsolia Gall. In the last days, the handyman lover, 44-year-old David Benola, takes a plea deal to a lesser offense, manslaughter, He gets 25 years on manslaughter. He'll probably do 12, 15, and be out. I can't believe this guy was given a plea deal to 25 years on a lesser offense. He should have been tried on murder and been behind bars for the rest of his natural life till he dies. The injustice of this sentence. Oh, what that family had to go through. Our prayers with Orsalia Gale's family, her husband, and especially her two sons. 
Nancy Grace Crime Story signing off. Goodbye, friend. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.